0: Cole Berry here with my man, Brett Strauss, coming at you with the KC Kingdom podcast, bringing you all the news and notes around Kansas City sports. All right, welcome in. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, Uh, mostly... We're going to go around the around the West again, talk about our divisional opponents. That's getting more important with the Chiefs standing right now. We're going to recap Chiefs-Titans. We're going to preview Chiefs-Chargers. And then we're going to get into a little bit, well, a lot of bit of just the takes on the Internet right now, how everyone's feeling, and we're going to explore just the general sense of the team uh, over this past week. Uh, first, we'll just start right out the gate with Around the West. News and notes from Around the West. Yeah! All right, so let's just get into uh, let's the Broncos first. We'll we'll go this from least threatening to most threatening around the West. It, Broncos being least. Threatening. Bron- Broncos being the one on the scale. It appears Drew Lock might be getting some some time coming up.
1: Yes, I just saw on Twitter today. Yeah, I did too. I he was putting his helmet on. He's like, I'm surprised this thing still fits or something dumb like that. But yeah. I'm like, I still love you, Drew.
0: Yeah, I hope he does well because once again, we just went through the least threatening. So if Drew does if Drew does well, it's not really gonna affect the Chiefs because the Broncos are pretty pretty unanimously at the bottom of, of who we're threatened yeah. by right now. So what do you think he's gonna bring to the offense? Obviously we know he's got the big arm being Mizzou fans and we've seen him. Do you think he opens it up for them any? Is he too raw still to unlock some stuff or, or?
1: Um It's hard to say because his preseason was not good.
0: It wasn't. It really wasn't good.
1: Um, I mean, we've seen him play at Mizzou. We know what he can do. Yes. He's not going to be Joe Flacco and sit in the pocket all day. He does have some mobility. That is That was, and even at Mizzou sometimes, that was almost like a detriment because he would just go backwards and backwards and backwards and keep rolling. And it's like, yeah. you, gotta, you know, but he was getting better at that toward the end of his collegiate career. So we'll see.
0: I think as far as an on-field product goes, um, the biggest boost on the Broncos is going to be Noah Fant. First round yep, tight end. Yep. Uh, Drew Locke loved Albert Okwabunam. He loves tight ends. He loves. Uh, yeah, he loves them. And Al, uh, excuse me, Noah Fant is a very athletic tight end. He's a very. He's a former first round pick, and we just saw him go beast mode, Gronk run, beast mode. You know, shaking people off of him. Even though the, the house. Browns
1: didn't look like they wanted to tackle. Oh no! Anything. But, <laughs>
0: but. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't want any part of Noah Fant. But going forward, that's a guy that I think might establish a connection with Drew. At yep. least towards the back half of the season, so I, I'd look out for that. Uh, moving on from the Broncos, though, we got the two juicy teams we can start talking about because they played each other this past week. We yep. saw the Chargers nice pl- Thursday
1: night matchup. That
0: really wasn't that, that was a pretty decent yeah, it was game. A good to watch. game, yeah. It, was, it reminded me a lot of the Raiders-Broncos game to open up the season. What was it, Monday Night Football? Yeah. It wasn't as good of a game because the Broncos lost decently in that one. Yeah. But the feel of it. Like, the Raiders stadium's electric because this is their last year in oh,
1: Oakland. Oh, John Gruden. Oh, man. Loves those fans. He
0: does, too. And those fans love John Gruden. And yeah, they, they do. They're on borrowed time because they're obviously moving to Vegas. But it's just every primetime game I've seen of Oakland so far this year has just a feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. The so, black hole. It, I'm yeah, gonna,
1: I'm gonna miss the black hole.
0: Speaking of the black hole, does that stadium just look not well lit to you when you're watching no, those games? It, it's horrible. It's horrible. It's yeah. it's
1: like you're playing in a high school field. Well, like, the stadium seats like a million people. Yes, it, and so the lights are so far up, I guess, or whatever. I, it's I weird. Know.
0: It's it looks like the field is lit up, and then it looks like they have.
1: It looks like they have a spotlight on the tr- high school field. Is really yes, what it, it really looks, looks like, like a high school yeah. football field. So especially when you add the baseball field part of it. <laughs> yes. That's the best. It's oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss it a little bit. I'm too. All right, let's get I don't it. think the players are though.
0: Oh no, none of the players are gonna miss it. None of the coaches, none of the training mm-hmm. staff, none of the field keepers of the mm-hmm. Raiders are gonna miss it. But it's cool to look at. It is as, cool. As far as a product on the on the, you know, actual game goes, the Raiders are looking all right.
1: Yeah regrettably
0: regrettably man that's just or
1: unfortunately i guess uh,
0: regrettably unfortunately terribly just yeah
1: <laughs> i i mean philip rivers was doing some philip rivers things like throwing picks like a maniac
0: he threw five but only three were upheld he had two called back one was for a like a pass interference on the defense. that was
1: that was the third yeah for 25 i i don't know his name oh eric
0: harris Eric Harris, he, he was
1: having an unreal game. He
0: actually has a really cool story. He was undrafted. He had to go play in the CFL. Everyone said he you know, one of the classic yeah, not-going-to-make-it yeah, yep. guys. Yep. And now he's he's playing pretty well. He played pretty well for the Raiders at the end of last year, and then he's kind of stepped up. But, man, he had, what, four
1: picks? not They all didn't count because some got right. called back. Yep.
0: But he was just in Philip Rivers' all head.
1: Over. Yeah. It was insane. Phillip Rivers has that uncanny ability that when pressure is coming – It doesn't even get there yet, but he throws a pass like it did get there. Yes, he does. And then you see the replay. You're like, oh, he just got hit. And it's like, no, he didn't. He got hit after the ball was out. He just threw it like he did.
0: He had an extra half second to definitely let
1: something go. And and he just lets him him fly.
0: Phillip Rivers is such an interesting player to watch this year because he, from the eye test-wise, he doesn't look good right now. But
1: he looks ugly. He leads the league <laughs> in passing yards. That surprised. me. He's
0: the league leader in passing
1: yards, you know. And well, they're always down, so they I guess are that always doesn't down. really yeah,
0: surprise me. Yeah, from like a, a context standpoint, sure. But usually it's just. I thought it was Matt Ryan.
1: I guess Matt Ryan's been
0: sitting. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Well, well he sat one game. One game, game yeah. Philip finally called him. And Jameis is up there now, too, by the way. Just go on a little tangent.
1: He is very <laughs> Fam-
0: Famous Jameis is like third in passing yards. But just Philip, man, I just I'm watching him and I'm sitting there thinking. And I'm always a little biased when it comes to watching teams that aren't the Chiefs, especially divisional opponents. Yeah. Because I don't like Philip Rivers. I've never liked Philip Rivers. As a guy, he's kinda funny. He's one of those guys when
1: he, he retires. I'm gonna miss Philip Rivers. Yes. Yes, that's a great yeah. But when I'm playing Phillip Rivers. He's annoying. Uh, he is
0: so annoying. It's like I saw on Twitter it was Philip Rivers on that delay game. He was like stomping yeah. his feet and clapping his hands and I think he forgot that literally three seconds ago he he took like a thirty second audible. He was he was audible and audible and audible and he was moving guys around and, and he, then he's
1: angry at the center and then he's mad yeah. he didn't get the
0: snap off. It's like come on, Philip. Yeah, and he's like gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah,
1: darn it, guys. Gosh darn it. It was his bolo times. I assume he, he wears probably it wears it, in wears the it under the pads. Yeah. yeah, I always assumed that.
0: But uh, positive for the Chargers. Melvin Gordon looks like he's back. Watching him play looks like a good running back again. He doesn't yeah. look as
1: sluggish. Well, he's he's still not Ezekiel Elliott like he thought yeah, he was for in sure. the offseason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not. But his he look, agent better been fired. He
0: looks closer to a Zeke than he does a, a Trent Richardson. Like he was kind of looking for a couple weeks, but he looked all right. Hunter Henry's firmly back. He yeah. is. He's played well. They're getting close to having Derwin James back. I don't know the status on Derwin yet this week against the Chiefs, but it was always the target date to get him back this week. So we'll monitor that if they activate
1: him. Or Mike not. Williams is another interesting character on that team. Oh, he, he is. He seems to get like two catches for ninety-eight yards every
0: game. And, and I was like, how? I can never tell the receivers apart either because they all wear the loose white long yeah, sleeve yeah. shirts. Every single one of them. There's no. Which
1: I- I hate that look. The first loo- off. the loose shirt. Yeah. I hate it too. And Zeke, speaking- they- Ezekiel speaking of him. He always does that stupid he- loose shirt thing. Yes. It, it just like, looks weird. You look like the guy in high school that like didn't want to take his shirt off, so he always wore the loose sleeves or in like gym or whatever. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not to not to rag on that guy.
0: Yeah, that's Zeke was that guy in high school. Zeke was,
1: that- no, he was not. <laughs> Zeke was not that guy. He was not that guy.
0: We'll talk in the little Raiders too cuz they they deserve their due. Uh a a surprising player for the Raiders that stood out, Max Crosby has looked really good. That uh, defensive end, big guy and hard knocks, and he was the guy that broke his hand and hard oh, knocks. Oh yeah,
1: I liked him. And then he come back. He's like, Boo, "I want back in. Give me back yeah. in there," you know. And they so, just wrapped it up, and he's back in. He's, yeah,
0: and so he I, he's looked nice. These guys
1: are different. Football players are different. Like that's why I love hard knocks because you really get to see. They're just different. Oh, they're like wired. He's like, Yeah, and then I just heard the pop and I knew my, my wrist was or his hand was broken or whatever. They just taped it up or cast yeah. it up and he's like, I'm ready. Yeah. The, Give me back out. there.
0: A normal person, like if they broke their wrist, just a normal everyday Joe, that's a big deal to them. Big deal. And I'm not saying people aren't tough, that, you know, not every guy would just start crying or every girl would just start wailing or anything like that. It's just when you break a bone in your life as a as a life event, it's like, man, remember that time I broke my wrist four yeah, years ago. Exactly. For a football player, it's like, hey, remember that 18th time that I tore my ACL, but yeah, I went back out I there back in out six there. months. Like it's just for those guys, it's crazy. But and that kind of epitomizes what the Raiders have been. They're a tough squad, like mentally and physically. They're they're
1: starting to yeah. get gritty. I mean, that's what Gruden wants. That is
0: what Gruden wants. And that's it's,
1: his philosophy.
0: It's literally the anti-Derek Carr. Which,
1: <laughs> and for whatever reason, he's playing awesome.
0: It's like he fits nowhere as far as from a philosophical standpoint, philosophical. He's the the dad. He is, you know, he's kind of a gosh darn it kind of like Philip Rivers yeah, guy. Yeah, and then everyone else on that team—he was so
1: awkward and hard knocks. He
0: was, and he's just—he's been that way since he's been in the league. And then you got guys like Richie Incognito, who are
1: psychopaths. Yeah, he literally says legitimate psychopath He plays
0: football so he could punch people is what he wants to do. He says I treat it like a fight because that's the only place I get to do it legally, and I get paid. And then he goes out and mauls people. But he's getting along with Derek Carr, and they're fitting just yeah. perfectly. Josh Jacobs is running hard. That defense is playing well, and that's without Vontaze perfect the perfect identity yeah, piece for this team. Yeah. And
1: so we'll keep an eye. The Raiders. They I mean, everyone hated, hated on that Khalil Mack trade. Oh yeah, but they did. They got Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Josh and they and they got the safety.
0: Uh Jonathan Abram. Yep. They got Cleland Farrell. I still don't agree with that. If they would have I t- don't either they would have took Josh Allen, they would have been infinitely better. And
1: yeah, that's not
0: a hindsight thing. That was literally everyone was like
1: Why did they? Josh Allen's the pick here, yeah,
0: and then he wasn't, and then he goes to the Jags and he just tears it up, yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's one of those. It's it's like they over. They overthought it, it. They yeah. overthought it.
0: And the the defense for the Raiders were, well, we can't afford. We have three first round picks. We can't afford to miss this one. So let's get a safe player because that's what Cleland Farrell
1: is. He's a safe player. He's going to be good for eight There's 10 no years. There's no such thing as a safe yeah, player. No, get the dominant player. Eric Fisher was a safe player. Yeah, exactly. And that's look how that turned out. To
0: the to credit though, we miss Fish right now. We do. We miss, miss Fish bad. We'll get to that. Though. We will. But for the Raiders, I mean. They're without that sa- rookie safety too, which is insane because yeah, the talent and he is good. The talent they have lost and still managed to be here, and their upcoming schedule is cake. It's top five easiest strength of schedule going forward.
1: Yeah, so that's a little worrisome. Thankfully, the Chiefs is also
0: the Chiefs is all. We still got that matchup with the Patriots, and then a couple more Charger games and the Bears. But the Bears don't look like what they used to be. Yeah, but I
1: mean the Raiders, you know. I, I'm, like, wanting to dive into the Chiefs, but we'll get to the Chiefs. We'll
0: get to – yeah, for the – man, are, are you worried? What's your worry level? We talked about it last week. We weren't worried. Is this our transition into the Chiefs?
1: Kind of. we're doing?
0: Yeah, but, like, right now, just as far as the Raiders themselves, how worried about them are you? Just looking I'm, at them. I will
1: say I'm more worried than I was last week. Okay. But last week I wasn't that worried.
0: So it's just, like, a little on your radar now? It's it's on my radar. I mean, yeah.
1: we're only a half game
0: up. Y- you can't ignore it now because yeah. they have also had their bye – so, when we have our bye next week, I, I
1: firmly, firmly, firmly believe that the Chiefs are a far better team. Oh, for sure. But that might not matter. Yeah, exactly. Because now we've lost to. We've opened the door, and yeah. you never
0: want to open the door for this, you know? Yeah. Because our bye comes up next week after the Chargers. So, even if we win this week, we could come out of our bye in second place because the Raiders have already had their bye. So, if they win their next two games. And we win this week. The Raiders are in first place in the I'm, West.
1: I'm still waiting for that classic Raiders game, though, where they just... Oh,
0: I am, too. Like, they lose to the Bengals or something yeah. like that. I hope it
1: happens, but... If they lose to the Bengals. I
0: think my worry is a little higher than yours, because in the preseason, my prediction for the Raiders was they are going to gel later in the season. Oh, yeah. I
1: think we were both kind of on the same Because of chemistry there.
0: and yeah. because of just... Uh, well, we thought, schedule. we thought
1: Antonio Brown was going to play a big role in we the did. gelling. Yeah, like, that's The strange. offense is going to start to gel.
0: But without that, you can just sub Antonio with Darren Waller, who's been fantastic, so that's a surprise piece they had. And I just it is starting to gel and you no know, this is I wanted the Raiders at this stretch to be like three wins, you know? Yeah. And then hit and their then stride off. And like then six get to wins. eight to eight, yeah. nine and seven, and that's what I thought was gonna happen. But the fact that they weathered what was seen as their hard part of their schedule and got some quality wins against uh, some teams that you know, they're not great, but the Raiders could have definitely lost to. Anyway, me, I'm more worried than you, I think. We'll see. Um speaking of worried we can get into the Chiefs and the meltdown that is going with fans right now.
1: Yeah, i Have
0: you been on Twitter at all?
1: Yeah, I, I I've seen both sides of it though. Yes. So I've seen I've actually seen more of the people commenting on the craziness. Calm down. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like the I firmly believe this team is still going to the Super Bowl. Yes. And all
0: right. Well, we're here to calm calm you even more, and uh, we got some Chiefs ASMR to get into that for you guys. Relax, and welcome to Chief ASMR, relax, we're going to be fine, Patrick Mahomes, breathe in, Sammy Watkins
1: on a wheel route.
0: Just jump That helped everyone soothe out a little bit. We didn't really want to trigger any fans going into this segment because we have a lot
1: of disappointing stuff to get into. Brad, so much disappointing so stuff. So
0: much disappointing. And stuff. I was
1: telling, so I thought of this at gym today. I kind of told Cole about this already, and it actually, oh my an God. unfortunate series of events. This has f- made this even more prevalent. This is
0: the funniest thing that I've just so at the to gym today.
1: I was thinking, I was like, you know what, these Chiefs. They're like that dog, that good dog, that good boy that you just brag to your friends like he never goes to the bathroom in the house. You know when you hear your friend like, "Oh, my dog had another accident." You're just like, mm, "It's I like it's like a trophy for you." You're yeah, like, "My dog my never dog does never that. Never has an accident. This is the chiefs." And then you go home one day and Big pile of dog crap on the floor.
0: And what did we walk into today in
1: your and house? We come home today to record this podcast, and there's a huge pile of dog crap on my floor. And that was the Titans game.
0: Oh, we were walking downstairs, and you could smell it. And we could smell it. We're like, "Did Gunner go?" Because Gunner never goes on the floor. Never, ever. And you never. Just,
1: just turn on the light. And After just, I had told Cole about this <laughs> comparison that I was going to do today, it
0: was, and it's so fitting. Not just that it happened, but it's so true.
1: Like. I was just starting to say, I think, I mean, last week I was getting a little confident. I, I was getting a little head of steam. After beating the Vikings, I, I was got almost back to the 60 point.
0: Track. Oh, I was squarely in the Chiefs by 60 terrain with you. And once again, let's just, I mean, let's dive into the game. It happens every time we jumped out to an early lead. We jumped out to an early, what appeared to be a domination of the Titans. And then a stupid play just flipped the script. The Damian Williams fumble returned for a touchdown. And they just, from then on, it was all downhill. It's like,
1: that's like been the, the summary of our season is one play that just buries us, you know, or so, like, well, it hasn't been one. But yeah, there's always a couple. And that's what's so
0: frustrating because without those couple plays, we're a dominant team.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dominant. It's yeah.
0: insane how good we are when we're clicking. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll just, we'll walk through this game uh, step by step. Let's start with
1: problems. All right. Uh, <laughs> biggest pro- biggest problems from this game. Okay. I'll start. Yeah, you go. Field goals. Field goals. The we y- weren't scoring touchdowns. N-
0: not even that, but just the special teams unit in general.
1: Well, that's another problem. But my first problem is we kicked a lot of field goals where we should have scored touchdowns.
0: Yes, we did. That That's a little nitpicky from my end because we did score, you know, 30 points. We did. <laughs> so, we're. I think we're falling. You're right. We're falling you're into right. the trap of being so used to this offense being so good that 30 kind of feels like a letdown because we know we can score 40. And you're like, why are we selling for field goals there? Because a couple missed plays, and we are scoring touchdowns. Like yeah. uh, Patrick overthrew Tyreek on a go. Sammy, yeah.
1: which is – how do you out- overthrow? I didn't even exactly. know it was possible.
0: Uh, Sammy had that one where he extended too soon, so the ball went – like he tried to catch it going down, and he dropped it, and he had one defender to beat. But, you know, when we, when you get into that, I, I was talking to someone on Twitter and they brought up the Mahomes play. And what they said was, well, you know, it was a little discussion on how Twitter goes. And he said Mahomes shouldn't be without blame in this game because if he hits that go route to Tyreek, we're up 17 to nothing. And as true as that is, your our quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, just threw for 446, three touchdowns with no, like no turnovers and over close to 120 quarterback rating. So that go route has less to do with the loss than most other plays because that is a low percentage play. Yeah. I know it doesn't feel like that to us because right. we're used to seeing them hit those long plays, but across the league, those deep routes will always be well lower percentage completion than like a chance than, than the other throws. So my bigger problem wasn't just the, the field goals we were taking. It was the special teams in general has not been good this year. And that's always been like...
1: A strong suit. Well, it's it, it's our strong suit, and it's always kind of that wild card that we're always like, we have a good special teams unit, and if this comes down to special teams, we have a better unit exactly. than X team.
0: And so a big problem is McCole Hardman's special teams fumbles have been a problem, and his decisions are just... You can tell he's young, because he had yeah. that one play where he fielded the ball at the two-yard line, Yep, and you're taught the the general rule is unless there's like extreme context, like you really need field position or something. The general rule of thumb is you put your heels on the 10 and then if the ball's over your head, you let it go over your head. You don't, across the 10
1: and a lot of them will pretend like it's moving you know yes. they kind of fool the yeah yeah
0: there's a lot of nuanced things you can do but most generally if it's across your head at the 10 now the thing that's context wise if it's barely above their head and they know they can catch it at the nine or they usually field those yeah but he had to sprint backwards to the two yard line and then fielded it there is zero advantage to doing that yeah. because it's either you field it at the two or they down it at the one
1: yeah the most
0: you can save there's one yard so that
1: is a very very rookie mistake and we know special teams players. There's a reason they're special teams yes. players. They botch those all, the, all time. the time, and it's so frustrating. But that's the reason they're on special teams. Yes, and and so I would much rather have it in the hands of the special teamers than just giving up on it like that to just to field it.
0: Yes, yeah, and then the freaking kicks, man. We have been nothing but money on field goals all year, and to have. A botch snap with the most veteran holder in the league and Colquitt, and then, and Winchester—he's—he's he's a staple at, at our long snap position too, and then a block kick, and to have them not only in the same game, but, but amounts to back to back. Yep, is so frustrating. So special teams was my I, big, big reason yeah. we lost.
1: What's funny about this game is, and I was telling my mom this. Shout out if she's listening. <laughs> Shout out, mom. Um, it's like I, I was, I was picturing like avengers Endgame, and and it was like when doctor strange i'm, I'm gonna spoil it because if you haven't seen it at this point then it's on disney sorry. plus not yeah. an ad um he's like i've seen however many trillion simulations and there's only one that we come out and win this this is the only one we could lose that's the only one we could lose yes. the titans had trillions of ways to lose and there was only one they could win And they found it somehow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so special teams, the fumble was a big thing. We have to get ball security taken care of.
1: Which is, this is weird to Chiefs fans. It's weird to me. I don't know if I feel like I'm in the... Regular Chiefs fans category of we don't really see fumbles. No, we have never really been a turnover prone team. That
0: has been a staple of Andy Reid, and because we had Alex Smith for years, so
1: it was oh so we never turn the we ball
0: never over. turn the ball over, and to have these fumbles and not just to have them, but have them when we have them. Because when Damian Williams fumbled, it was ten nothing, and we could have for all intents and purposes went up seventeen nothing, and really kind of took the gas out of that Titans running game they were trying to get going. Yeah, and he just
1: coughed it up. Which is that's how we win. We're like an anaconda. Yes, you know, you 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 get up that that seventeen point lead, and they can't run the ball. They are yeah. just gasping for air at that point. They're and they have to, and then it's up to Ryan Tannehill.
0: Yes, which exactly.
1: Ryan Clark, the guy on what is it, Good Morning Football or one of those, is like straight up Tannehill outplayed Mahomes oh, this game. That,
0: I think that was Nate Burleson. It was either was Nate. It, Nate it was Nate or Kyle Brandt. It was, it was. I don't think it was Kyle. Brandt, I don't think it was Kyle. Anyway, it was Nate. It was whoever it sure. was.
1: He just straight up outplayed. I'm like, he did not. Okay. That's a he had one drive, which credit to him.
0: Oh, yeah. Not to it was like an Tannehill. awesome drive. It was great.
1: But, but Derek Henry won that game offensively for them. It was not right.
0: Another thing we have to talk about for the Chiefs, and it's going to sound a lot like excuses. Like, I, I don't want people to listen to think we're really pompous and say, oh, we should have smoked the Titans and we only lost because we're dumb or stupid or whatever. But it kind of the drops in this game were insane. Yeah. The the dimes on the sideline that, that Patrick was throwing to Sammy, to Tyreek.
1: To that, that one that he was scrambling out and just kind of like a little short. And it was so. It was such a dime. Such a great pass. So, like, ridiculous. Tony Romo like commented how yeah, good of a yeah. pass he like, was. And of course, it's and a dime. It's perfect. He it's was, a dime.
0: As a quarterback, he was exact. Like, yeah. he could not believe that he
1: saw that perfect of a pass. I mean, and, it and it just. It was so in Sammy's chest. And just I mean, fell he out. didn't even have to. It didn't even have to catch it. it. Like it was it was caught. That's one of those balls that catch itself. Yeah, it catches itself you either, and he dropped and it. And he dropped it. And Sammy is a sure-handed. It, it was yes.
0: And another a, a defensive drop, that Frank Clark drop oh on the interception. My. I know that I, was so I, bad. I get he plays on the D-line, but that is a catch. It wasn't tough. It was literally no. in his hands. He tucked it away and
1: dropped it on the tuck. He didn't drop it on the catch. He dropped it on the tuck to his stomach. Yeah, sometimes the defensive players, their hands amaze me. Yeah, it's insane. How they're just made of stone.
0: And then there's that cliche, that's why they play defense. But, I mean, you know, they can't be that bad, right? And it's just another. They do the drills. They they have some drills. It's just another one of those missed opportunities. One thing I will say that I did see a lot of, there's a lot of people online blaming Andy Reid for this loss. And. Well, there's.
1: That's that's like the blanket excuse. That
0: is a, yes, if something goes wrong, it's easy to to blame the head coach. The biggest thing I've seen is they're like, oh, Andy was conservative. He didn't go for the killer instinct. We scored over 30 points. That is killer instinct. On the last drive, when uh, on the third and two, we tried that screen pass to Blake Bell. Everyone's like, why would you try a screen pass to Blake Bell there? There is so much that goes into a game and so much context to surround it. I remember after the Colts game, Andy got crucified for not throwing on 3rd and 2 or 4th and 2 and Damien yeah. getting stuffed. Now yeah. everyone's like, why wouldn't you run it there? And then, so he tries a pass play and everyone's like, why didn't you try a different pass yeah. play?
1: I I didn't agree with that play call because, but, I, I mean, it's one of those things. Like you just said, if we run it there and they get stuffed, we're like, why don't you keep it in Mahomes' hands? But here's the difference. I think I think that play is designed. If the screen's not there, let the QB get it with his legs.
0: Yes, and and, another, and Mahomes is just not gonna
1: like he's look. He knows the knee. You know, I mean, he knows it.
0: Another thing I want to I want to point out is, is, is a, it's a two parter. One, we ran that same play, but with Darrell Williams to beat the to ice the Ravens game. It yeah. worked then, and it was a it was masterful. Everyone mm-hmm. called it beautiful. Yeah, It was a beautiful mind of Andy Reid getting that first. And two, at that point in the game, we were playing a JVO line. Yeah, that's true. So you don't want a pure drop back and get sacked out of field goal range because we were in field goal range, squarely in it. Yeah, That was the missed snap on the field goal, but Uh Andy's head, he played it. Okay, I don't want to run it here because we're down four linemen. I don't want to put Mahomes back there for an exposed pressure snap. So let's drop a screen. I think will work. If it doesn't work, Patrick did the right thing. Got down, took more time off the clock. That was a very smart sequence. It was that, a
1: smart. It was a, smart was a well play, coached, That yeah.
0: that was a well coached sequence. We were firmly in the 40s and field goal range. Come out, we just missed the snap up. If we don't miss the snap up and we kick the field goal there and make it, game's over. No one even thinks about that decision. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's so. Uh, I that's just when it. There was so much that went into that loss. Yeah. it's easy to blame that Well, that's what I'm coach. saying. Like
1: there was just one way the Titans win this game. You know, though, the Chiefs are like what one and or Andy Reid. Andy Reid. The
0: the Titans are the only team Andy Reid has never beat twice. He's like one and ten, and he's never beat him as a head coach of the Chiefs. It it's was bad. against the Eagles. That's bad. It's
1: bad, and it's just that some, they're like the Kryptonite. They are, and it's insane. And it's like we the talk- Patriots playing in Miami. Yes. It's just like, for whatever reason.
0: That's another great point, too, because everyone that wanted to go in meltdown mode were like, oh, we're not a playoff team, we're not a Super Bowl yeah. team. The Patriots last year lost to the Jaguars and the Dolphins and were 11-5. lost and to five. the Titans, too. And the Titans. They were 11-5 and five and won the Super Bowl. Yeah. 11-5 and five and won the Super Bowl. They lost to the Jags and the Miami Dolphins. It's okay. Yeah. This team. So, the narrative going into Mahomes' injury. Everyone thought he was going to be out three games. The narrative was steal one game, get healthy, roll to the playoffs that way. Literally nothing changed except Patrick came back a day early, or a game early. But the entire narrative flipped. Like, oh, he's back. So, now now we have to be 7-3 and instead of 6-4. and No. We're still super banged up on the offensive line. We're still banged up at corner. We got more banged up. We got more banged up. Um, So, let's just run through the injuries real quick. We had Eric Fisher already out and Laurent DuVernay Tardif already out. Two starters. So, then... um,
1: Mitch Schwartz goes down. Mitch
0: Schwartz goes down. Our best lineman. Yeah. Eric Fisher's not our best. After
1: how many thousand?
0: 7,600 snaps. Mitch Mortz goes down. So, then Rankins goes Mm -hmm. down. His replacement. So, then we're playing our starting left guard. Back-to-back plays. Yes, back-to-back plays. We're playing our starting left guard, Andrew Wiley, at right tackle. We're playing 7th round pick Nick Algoretti at right guard. We're playing picked up off the street a week and a half ago Steven Wisniewski at left guard. We're playing a Cam Irving that just got banged up 2 plays ago at left tackle and our center is undrafted Austin Ryder. That is terrible. Yeah. That is our third pre- our fourth preseason game offensive line, basically. Is what that is. That is insane. Like You can't have sustained success in the NFL if your line is terrible. Look at the Browns right now. The Browns have all the talent in the world, but Baker Mayfield can't get anything going because his line's killing him. We're lucky we have the best quarterback in the league to mitigate that in our head, but you just can't sustain success with that sort of injury on the line. So, defensive line, we lose Emmanuel Ogba for the year. Frank Clark's been banged up. Alex Okerfer was out. We have a lot of trench problems right now that are going to translate to losses because that's when you could start beating a team up. If you can win in the trenches, you will always have a chance to win a football game. Yeah. Sorry, that's my little rant. <laughs>
1: it's okay. Man, it's just... It's so... It it's, is frustrating.
0: It's very frustrating, but we are not out of this thing yet. Not even close to out of this thing yet. It, we're 6-4. and four. No. We're not the New York Jets. Adam Gase isn't our head coach. Josh, I, Josh Rosen's not our future yeah. quarterback.
1: I think... I just think it has to be a wake-up call for the defense. It does. Because the offense played good enough. It Again, does.
0: It does have to be a wake-up call for the defense.
1: I agree. Like, okay, you got Mahomes back. You still got to – like, they didn't have that. We saw against Minnesota, I was like, this defense, it has some swag, you know, has some desire to to not – and then they're like, oh, Patty Mahomes is back. We got our, our security blanket.
0: What I want from the defense – Is not just an attitude change, because I do agree with that, but an entire – the way we look at games to change. Because I want our defense to play like our offense. They need to match. Our defense needs to be just as aggressive as our offense. Yeah. They need to take more chances on creating big plays and just, like, concede in their head, this might not work and they might hit us big. But – What we're doing now is already
1: not working. Yeah. I mean, they're still hitting us big. They're still hitting so us big. So we might as well be taking some chances.
0: I'm talking more zero blitzes like the Patriots are running. I'm talking just absolutely being in a 100% attack mode because most of the time it's probably not going to work. You're going to get burned. But you're going to get one series where you get the ball back and you get a pick six or a fumble six or get the ball and in the field position. that's all we need. That's all you need. So they need to start playing this like Mahomes isn't in there, I guess. you know. Yeah. They have to understand. And then when he is in there – and we only hold a team to 28 points, and we score 40, you're going to win. It's not yeah. going to be the best. And but then we
1: start looking like the team that we thought we were.
0: Yes. Getting healthy is the big thing right now. Uh, beating the Chargers is going to be huge. We do have a matchup with the Patriots coming up. We talked a little playoff seeding last week. Right now, that doesn't matter. I mean, you want to win the division for the home game. You yeah. preferably don't want to play in wild card weekend, but I think right now our best projections are three seed. That's probably where we're gonna end up. We're probably gonna be eleven and five and be a three seed. That's my right now. I think we lose one more the rest of the way. We're eleven and five. Home game in the playoffs. Patrick Mahomes is your quarterback. Breathe a little
1: bit. We're gonna be fine. Yeah. I, th- that's where I'm at. I mean How can you not be somewhat excited? I mean, he was electric. That jump pass. He's not human. No, that's not fair. He is on pace to still
0: flirt with 5,000 yards. And he missed two games. two, two half th- games. Two and three quarters games. He yeah. played the first quarter of the Denver. That's insane. He's about, he's going to flirt with 5K. He's not going to get there because it'll take our Herculean effort. But he's gonna probably, probably going to end up with like 4,600, 4,700. Yeah. Do you think he deserves to be in the MVP race? A lot of people are counting them out because.
1: Yeah, I don't understand because as as good as Lamar's looked, Lamar's looked awesome.
0: Lamar, Russell, you know, McCaffrey, Deshaun. Russell,
1: Russell should be the clear number one because. Yes, I agree. I, I'm about, I might be in the minority here, but my MVP is the best statistical player. It is, yeah. The
0: best statistical player should get it as long as that team is relevant. Does that make sense?
1: you think relevancy is?
0: Well, like last year, Ben Roethlisberger threw for 5K, but no one ever could seriously considered him because the Steelers weren't even a playoff team, you know? So I think if you have a guy that's as close, like, all right, so if you have a guy that throws for 4,634 touchdowns and a guy that throws for 48 and 37, I'm going to go with the guy with the better record, probably. Yeah.
1: You know, if it's close. Close enough. But yeah.
0: statistically, yeah, usually that should be the. Well,
1: that's. What I didn't understand about last year is because they're like, oh, Drew Brees is still in this thing. I'm like, how? He was never even close. His numbers are not even close. The only thing that was close was his passer rating, and it was marginally better. Yes. I have a couple of
0: stats from Patrick Mahomes here. This is his career splits in his 19 career wins and 18 career losses. In 19 wins, he's at 46 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 8.8 yards of play, and 112 rating. In 8 losses, he's at 25 touchdowns, 6 interceptions, 8.6 yards per attempt, and a 109 quarterback rating. What that basically means is Patrick Mahomes plays the same as he does in wins and losses. So that should tell you one, it's not him, because he literally plays the same statistically from a number average point. He does not change in his wins versus losses. Another thing to compare uh, between wins and losses. He has the smallest increases in passer rating and yard per attempt out of 172 quarterbacks since 1950. What, What that means is, in his wins and his losses, he's the same person. It's just another stat to back that up. Yeah. He is amazing. He has not thrown for less than 300 yards this year. He has not turned the ball over more than once this year. Well, and
1: that one, I don't even count it. It was a penalty.
0: Oh, I know. The one pick. And to his credit, he did have a couple that have been dropped. Oh, yeah. So, but one pick to what he's been doing. It's just, we can marvel at him all year,
1: but man, it's good to have him back. It is good to have him back. I'm excited. We're both going to the the game December 1st. His first home game back.
0: Oh, that Raider game?
1: Oh, man. I'm pretty excited
0: for that. You know what they'll probably do? They'll probably introduce the defense. Ugh, no. I went, I was at Eric. Don't even say that. I was at Eric Berry's return game with the Chargers. And they
1: introduced the offense. It was the
0: offense because they, they have a strict schedule. They do it, you know, it's yeah. not strict, but every year they have they take turns doing it four and four split. And so I was like, in my head, I had this grand vision of, you know, when Eric Berry's name's called, the, the place is going to be electric. It's
1: crazy. And
0: now introducing your Kansas City Chiefs starting offense. <laughs> and Dang. You know, Eric Berry was already out on the field because he ran out first. So that that'll probably be what happens to
1: us. Eh, we'll see.
0: Important game coming up. Before we get to that, we got to go to uh, Chiefs Chargers, which is first. Yeah, that's gonna be who So many implications in that game.
1: Yes. Vominos, let's go
0: to old Mexico. Come on, Patrick. Pa 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 Patrick. Pa 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 Patrick. Pa pa Patrick. Let's go, Patrick. 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 The MVP. O. Hill is super fast and just as cool. strap on your pads. Let's go. Jump in. Vominos, you can lead the way. Hey, hey, Patrick. Patrick, 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 Patrick. Phil Rivers, no crying. Phil Rivers, no crying. Patrick, the MPP. You know what? I don't get paid enough for this. Shit. I'm done. Vamanos, Brett. Let's go to Studio Azteca. <laughs> hey, Finally, are we gonna do it this time?
1: Maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> the, any, is the field gonna be ready? Do they have any surprise
0: question. concerts for us in the next couple days?
1: That was so funny. That was so weird. It was so weird. But it led to an awesome game, so I can't complain.
0: It would have been way worse, like like you said, awesome game. If it just ended up being a terrible game, but no one remembers that it wasn't played in Mexico because that was such a shootout. It was an for, awesome game. Chiefs were the first. Speaking team. of.
1: Not well lit stadiums,
0: oh yeah, the, the ran- yeah, that, that was
1: not well lit at all.
0: no, it, those yeah, the old stadiums are pretty much struggling in the lighting department out there. Uh, another stadium that's struggling is the Chargers stadium to fill fans. So they might have more fans here than, than normal Maybe. in Mexico City. Or at least not fans, but not what clearly.
1: It's just 95% Chiefs fans?
0: I, well, in these international games, you usually see like yeah. the, the Bucks jerseys, the Bears no, jerseys. Be, they be like
1: 50% Cowboys fans. Yeah,
0: exactly. So it might be better for the Chargers because they might be able to win over some fans there instead of just having complete enemy
1: fans in their well, stadium. Well, the problem is they're not going to win this game. You don't think so? No way. You're not
0: confident? I mean, you are confident after I'm, that Tennessee loss? I'm
1: very confident. Yeah, me too.
0: We've been confident about every game except for the Bronco game, and that's the one we smashed. Yeah, I We know. had been so confident. Uh, we were a little less confident about the Texan game, but we thought we were going to dismantle the well, Colts. Well,
1: we both thought that we were going to lose to the Packers.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That. I mean, yeah. From games we thought, that was without Mahomes, though. If we had Mahomes, I would have picked us to win.
1: Yeah. And that's, oh, the, that's the crazy thing. I think we would have won. Anyway. So... uh
0: Man, what's the key matchups here for you in this game?
1: It's going to be how well the offense can play because they're going to have to score. They don't have the defense to stop us. Yes. They're supposed to have the defense to stop us, but they don't. Especially with Derwin James being out. Yeah. They aren't going
0: to have the the
1: horses. I think the big matchup is our weak offensive line, like we talked about, versus their good pass rushers. Yes.
0: Yes. We have the chance to get Fish back, which we've been saying this for weeks now, but Eric Fisher's got a chance this week. Laurent DeVitarnieff has a chance this week. We're going into the bye after this game, though, so I don't know how much they're going to push these players. Yeah. Didn't Melvin Ingram
1: get hurt last week? He
0: did, but I think he came back in the game, so I don't think there's Uh. much to do there. But if we get our offensive linebacker, that'll help a lot. If not, I mean, Joey Bosa can wreck a game. He's a... He's, yeah. he's a heck of a player. That player. yeah. Those Bosa brothers, man.
1: The Bosa boys are taking over the league.
0: The Bosa boys. The Watt brothers are pretty good. There's, yeah. a, there's a couple pass tandem brothers out there right now. So, man, I don't know. I'm I want to be super confident in this game. I want to just think because the Chargers have struggled last year. You know, when we were uh, going into that Thursday night game, the Chargers were a really good team, and I thought we were going to you know beat them. Yeah. So now it's just. They're struggling, so my confidence is through the roof. Maybe we get disappointed. I don't know.
1: but I really they, They're one of the teams I hate losing to the Chargers. Oh, so much. It's one of those things. They are so cocky afterwards. I know. Well, the whole AFC West is, I guess, because they never beat us.
0: Ooh, we're a little cocky on that one, Brett. We are, but yeah, we should be. We what should are we be. like?
1: 12 and one in the past 13. Anytime
0: I ever bring that up, I always get hit with the, yeah, but you only have one Super Bowl," and the chargers are the only team in the division. We can go, "Eh, well, you don't have any. So, yeah. So that's the one we can hold over them. We actually have a winning record against every AFC West team. I don't know if you knew that. So, we do have a little bit of bragging rights as far as that goes. I do hate losing to the Chargers. I hate losing to the Chargers and Raiders equally as much. Denver kind of sucks, but it's not yeah. as bad.
1: It sucked when Peyton Manning was a quarterback, yeah. and we just had no chance no in chance, every game. Yeah.
0: And that's how it's always kind of been against Denver. There really hasn't ever been a oh, – obviously it's a rivalry game, and we hate them. Yeah. But, you know, as far as when we played them, it doesn't feel as like it has as much animosity. Um, as far as it goes for us on defense, I think the key, once again, is can we establish – uh, a run defense this week. Against yeah. Mel Because the Chargers have what could be the worst possible matchup for, as far as running back goes against the Chiefs. Melvin Gordon is quick. He can be a little bit physical. He's not super small. He can run in between the tackles, but he can hit big plays. And then they have a really good receiving back in Austin Eckler who can just. Which
1: we struggled against Aaron Jones. Yes. And they have. Big time. They have both of those
0: roles. So that's going to be tough for us to stop defensively. Um, offensively, as far as it goes for the Chiefs, it's really going to be less about what their defense can do and more about if we can clean up our game. We need to clean up penalties. We need to clean up fumbles. We need to clean up drops. Those are our those are our yeah. three from an offensive standpoint. I
1: mean, because we've seen the offense is unstoppable. Yes. I mean, barring that stupid third and two, the one three and out we get. Yes, exactly. But other than that, we. Just, I mean, they're good.
0: This offense is really good. Like, we're over here talking about the offense of like the drops and the fumbles, and we still scored 30 points. I just want to see, finally, what I want to see out of this team, do you remember that one game a year we used to get with Alex Smith where we would score 40
1: points? Like the Patriots, the The, one, the Patriots yeah.
0: when we played the Redskins in that snow game with Alex yeah, Smith, yeah. the Lions in London. Yeah. We would get one of those games where we just everything clicked and it all looked good. What I want to see from this team is this offense for everything to click. Yeah. And put up fifty because they have the capability.
1: Well, the Rams game last year.
0: That one was more so like a necessity to do yeah. it. And we had a ton of turnovers in that game. Yeah. We still didn't play a clean yeah. game, you know? We scored fifty. So I want to see just a clean, no drops, no mental mistakes, very few of each, and yeah. just.
1: I think it's more likely we see that in two weeks. But, Raiders, yeah,
0: I mean that's fair. But yeah. I'm I'm waiting for it. You know? uh,
1: I'm waiting for it too because, like you said, what what if you know what if we didn't get the fumble? What if we got that that streak to tie Tyreek? You know, like. We might have put up 50 in this last game. Exactly. What if we hit both those field goals at the
0: end? That's six more points. Streak to Tyreek, seven more. 13 points right there. Bam. And those are – there's a lot of what-if scenarios in every NFL game, but those are like close what-ifs. Like what if – our what-ifs are what if you hit two field goals and didn't overthrow one route and you score 13 more points minimum. Yeah. So I want to see it all come together. It would be nice for it to come together against the Chargers.
1: It would be nice.
0: But I don't know. Put them in their place a
1: little bit. Oh, man.
0: Um, The game, primetime, that'll be fun. That's always a good atmosphere as far as that goes. Patrick Morales
1: is not great in primetime.
0: His record's not great in primetime. Yeah, right. His record, he has been phenomenal in every, like we talked about earlier with his splits. He's been phenomenal in every game he's ever played. But his record is, (laughs) which is crazy that it's... (laughs) The record in primetime has always been a thing that's kind of funny to me. Like, the moment's too big for Kirk Cousins in primetime because he always has those those bad what, games. bad games. Yeah. But I think what it more is is just, you know, it's, he had a bad game, <laughs> and I don't really ever read and it. And everyone saw it. And everyone that's saw it, so they remember. Yeah. If he has a bad game at noon on a, a no game, one
1: remembers where there's
0: 10 games playing, you know, oh, you look back at the score sheet, like, oh, Cousins only had 180 and two picks. Yeah. Does that on Monday night? You're it's like. like is Kirk Cousin need to retire? <laughs> like it's just always amplified in primetime. Is he not good in primetime? All right. So as far as prediction wise, who do you think the Chiefs got that is going to have a good
1: game? Um, I think Kelsey has another big. Ga- I mean, he's like the it's like the easiest pick in the and world.
0: I I like Kelsey a lot. I think I think
1: Kelsey has two touchdowns this game. He should have had two touchdowns last game. I think he has two touchdowns this game. I think their number one priority is going to be shut down Tyreek. Yes. So I don't know if Tyreek has a production. I don't know if you can shut down Tyreek. That's
0: another thing about Tyreek, though.
1: Patriots, we're going to take your best player away. Well, Tyreek burns him every time we play him, except for the playoffs. Except for the playoffs. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, you know. Um, I'm looking at Damian Williams. Uh, Damian has quietly started kind of reestablishing himself here. You know how going into – we're both fantasy football players. Going into the season, he was like that second-round pick before we signed LaShawn. He had been super disappointed because he's been hurt. He hasn't had very many snaps. But over the last three games, he's averaging over four a carry. He's got uh, over 250 all-purpose yards in the last three games. And he's really starting to dominate those snap shares to the point that LaShawn wasn't even active last week. And Damien had a couple, I know he fumbled, which was tough, but he had a couple of tough runs last yeah. week, like man runs where he wasn't going That's what down. he
1: brings. That energy. Which you wouldn't expect from him, because he's not big, he's not, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's what he was running with towards the end of last year, like that Colts game. Whatever juice that he had in his system as yeah. far as motivation, I want him to run like that. And he's starting to really find himself again. I think it's a confidence thing. It's yeah. fighting off like, – because when you sign a guy like LaShawn McCoy, you're like, wow, do these guys really believe in me? And it's always in the back of some players' minds. And they're always professional about it, and they never like publicly like, oh, how dare you sign another running back because they're usually friends. Yeah. So, But it, it can play on a guy, and I, and I hope that establishing him as our main back kind of gets him back in that rhythm because he seems like a rhythm runner to me.
1: Yeah. I agree with that.
0: So I hope Damian has a big game defensively. It's going to be Chris Jones from here on out. He's had so many messes. He's up. so good, so good. Oh my! That goodness. play,
1: what was it? Was late. It was right there where we forced him to punt with a minute, whatever left. Yeah. Where he pushed that center, like that center should have just got on the bus and gone home, gone home because and turned in his retirement papers. Absolutely disrespected. I mean, Chris Jones hit him and pushed him back like 20. It was like the blind side, that movie where he just pushes <laughs> that guy all the way out, out of the stadium. Oh, to,
0: uh, taking him home. Or yeah. Whatever he literally,
1: said. Chris Jones did that in real life to a grown human.
0: Yeah, Chris Jones. And he did it against the Vikings, too. He sacked cousins with his own guy. Yeah. Like, he has just been manhandling people. I look for him to have a big game. Another guy, I mean, you really love that old honey badger.
1: And I think he's going to have. Philip Rivers throws picks against the Chiefs. Yes, he does. And the, he throws inexplicable picks.
0: It's those picks that uh he winds inexplicable. up and throws deep balls and you're like crap, you know. Yeah, there's probably someone open. And then you it, the camera pans and it's two safeties. Yeah.
1: And, and you're like wait, what was he doing? And then he he does that thing where he un unclips his helmet, you know, he takes the straps off his chin straps yeah. really forcefully like you know that was supposed to work. Gosh darn it. You darn, it. Gosh darn, darn it. Gosh darn it. And you're like, Philip, no, that, dude. That was not even.
0: That was the first series of the game last year the Chargers had on offense against the Chiefs on Thursday night. Eric Berry's return. Eric Berry blitzed, and Ch- Phillip just threw one up, and Kendall Fuller came down with it, you
1: know, and he and always has and, those against and, us. Yeah, and I'm always like, classic Phillip, you know, it, know, against the Chiefs.
0: And if it happens early, he just gets mad. Oh, he
1: gets and- so frustrated, yeah. <laughs> and that stupid short little throwing motion that he has. The
0: little chicken wing <laughs> throwing. I love motion. seeing picks off that. I especially on
1: those like comeback routes on the sideline yeah. where those turn into pick sixes where he gets a little, little chicken. Little a little late on him. Doesn't have the strength the zip, he used to have. doesn't yeah. have the zip and they just get picked off.
0: Man, you know what? Okay, so my favorite philip Rivers moment with the Chiefs. Is when he started like chewing Andy Reid out. Started jawing uh-huh. and, and then Reed started jawing uh-huh. back and then we ended up winning and That's it. what I love to see. Yeah, so I want to see something like that. Some Philip, some Classic Rivers antics is what is what I'm hoping for.
1: He is such a trash talker. He, but the like the nicest trash talker. It's like
0: it's not Andrew Luck trash talk because he doesn't talk trash. He is just nice. Philip Rivers is nice, but he's actually saying some mean yeah, stuff. Yeah, actually
1: like, a trash talker. <laughs> like he'll like when he gets a penalty. Thank you,
0: thank, thank you. you. Like start clap clapping and stuff. Yeah. Thanks. And then when a guy when he makes a play and throws over a linebacker or something, he'll be like didn't get that one, bud. I left it up there for you. <laughs> and just like just giggling, and you feel so disrespected when Rivers is talking trash, yeah. but he's got that twang, yeah. so it's funny. Yeah, I mean we're gonna see. This is one of those I'm not super confident in. I feel like we should be, and I in my head I'm like, oh, we're gonna win. Like this is a winnable game, prime time. Mahomes is back, might get healthy. We never. It's so weird with the way this team's
1: playing. I mean, you take a half a dozen plays that don't happen or happen, you know, the right way. Yes. And this team could be eight and you know two. Yes. Instead of six and four. We're we're really removed, and we're really confident in this game.
0: Exactly. And we're, and we're kind of getting far removed from when we when we beat Baltimore pretty bad. And they kind of came back at the end with some miracle, like, Hail Mary weird. We talked about all the weird passes. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. And then, like, we, we looked like world beaters against them. We beat the Raiders 28-10 to 10 in their place. And at the time, everyone's like, oh, it's the Raiders. Now they have a winning record. So it's not like this team can't do it. It's just going to take a complete mentally strong effort to do it. As far as scores go... I believe last week I got you, you in, a, in a year-long bet.
1: I was on the. I was feeling very confident. I was like Nick Wright, who's just like the Chiefs have lost their last game of the year. I'm like, you're right, Nick. They have lost their last game of the year.
0: He tweeted that and it, said, "Welp," and <laughs> it yeah, was just the score. Like
1: frozen takes.
0: Yeah, it was. It was pretty. I, I agreed with them though. I, I did. Really... He said
1: it so confidently.
0: And uh, Nick's like the Chiefs champion on on Fox Sports, you know. He is, he's, which I like. He's he's an, admittedly a homer because yeah. he he's worked in the Kansas City yeah, area yep. and he's been a fan.
1: But and he's, he's like they will lo- their next game they'll lose will be next year. He's so adamant, and about and I'm just it. like. You're
0: right. Nick. You're right. It was like when Schrager was and Good Morning football Balls pounding his chest for yeah. Mahomes. Nick Wright's kind of taking that mantle because Schrager can't keep doing that on Yeah. You know, Good Morning Football. And Nick Wright's like, ah, I'm from Kansas City. I'll, yeah, do I'll, it. Do it. I'll do it. I'll do it
1: for you, Schrager. Did you see that they all got Chiefs pullovers?
0: Yeah, with their names on yeah, it. Yeah, that was sick. Kay Adams looked so mad because she's a Charger fan, I believe.
1: Oh, is she? Oh, yeah.
0: She's a big Charger she's fan. From, she went to Mizzou. She did go to Mizzou. And I, I, I'm – it's, How is she not a Chiefs fan? I'm pretty sure she's a Charger fan. She might be an Oakland fan, but she's definitely not, you know, it's a division rival she's a fan of. And in that picture, everyone's, like, smiling, and she's just, like, mean-mugging. And then underneath, someone's like, you can tell Kay uh, is, is a little, you know, feeling like she's betraying with those colors. She just replied back, yep, with a sad face. But it, it, those are sick jackets, those throwbacks. Those are awesome, those yeah. are, I would like to get one.
1: It's just like, and I even saw the Chiefs had Gordon Ramsay
0: at oh, the facility. Yeah, how'd we lose? Gordon just got him too full, didn't he?
1: Probably. Cooked him
0: up too good of a meal. Cooked up
1: some quesadillas, like from that commercial. <laughs>
0: With the free sample? Yeah. Someone tweeted out, they're like, when we told Kansas City to go get Ramsey, this isn't what we meant. And it was just <laughs> Gordon. Oh, man. I mean. He just opened up that. Uh, Steak Joint, Kansas City. Yeah, so it's like yeah. a promo thing for him, yep. which I want to go to. Me too. Oh, we should now. Pl- I do playoff game. We should try to get some res, Ooh, little resy
1: Get a little review on review Ooh, some Gordon Ramsey, little Ramsey review. I'm feeling it. All right,
0: yeah. We especially if we win. Yeah, if we
1: lose, we'll be in poor spirits.
0: Very poor spirits. It depends when we play. You know, if we play one of those afternoon games on Wildcard Weekend afterwards go ahead afterwards hit gordon ramsay a little, a little gordon bit gordon ramsay Rezzy. let him call me an idiot sandwich man that'd make my
1: day that would make my day too
0: score predictions i have the chiefs winning 35-28 so by 7 what do you got for me
1: i have 42-24
0: you like those inverted scores don't
1: you i love it Yeah, and i love this is going to be a big game i think i think chiefs by i hope that the chiefs are a little angry chiefs a after last i think we win by 17
0: That'd be nice. I'd, I'd love that. You know, I'd love to go out there and, and put some put some hurt on the Chargers.
1: I think yeah. we get I think we get a defensive touchdown this week. Yeah. I think it's a pick six. I don't think it's a fumble.
0: Pick six, punt return. It'd we'd be a good
1: time for us to have a first kick return. Be, yeah, it'd be cool for that. It, I don't know if it happens.
0: And Tyreek has a history of kind of housing some against the Chargers. He does. So we'll see if Well, they, he
1: houses a lot against the Raiders.
0: Against the Raiders and the Chargers. Yeah. And the Broncos. You know, Tyreek Hill just takes a lot of kicks to the house. He does, you know? yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I want to be confident. I really wanted coming in today. I wanted to be like Chiefs by twenty-one, Chiefs by forty. You know, because I'm super confident we win this somehow because we're a good team. But then I started thinking about it, and the Chiefs have jumped out to so many leads. We jumped all over the Jags, the Ravens. We jumped on the Titans, the Texans. The uh, we didn't jump on the Raiders, but we put twenty-eight and a quarter. And every time we do that, the team always makes it close. You know, some,
1: some reason, and for it, some reason, I don't there know why can be we do that.
0: five minutes left and we're up by 17 and that'll be a three point game at the end for whatever reason. Yeah. So we'll see. I, that's kind of what the flow I have of this game going. We're also going into the bye week and the bye week couldn't come in a better time for us. Oh yeah. As far as getting healthy, we just need to escape with the win here. You know, recalibrate a little bit, make some adjustments, get some guys rested. And I think we'll be good. I really forward.
1: think we have a big win. Yeah. Like my prediction, I think I think we win by seventeen. That'd be nice. That'd be nice. It'd be awesome.
0: Win by twenty one. Chiefs Chiefs ASMR. Chiefs by sixty. Yeah. We'll see.
1: Man, I'm excited. I'm uh I'm excited
0: too. You gonna do anything special for the game? Get some tacos going on the grill. Maybe. Some, I think I'll make it fajitas. Actually
1: I do heavy grill every Monday. Oh, you do. So I get, I get quesadillas, day. though. That is true. I'll get a quesadilla. I think,
0: I think we're going to do a fajita bar and, some, and a nacho bar. Ooh. I think we're going to get the spread out. We had it We had it planned for last year. I had almost everything bought for, for tacos and for to make a big, you know, uh, uh, when we played the Rams. And then that game got canceled, and I was like, I guess we're having tacos tonight. There's no theme for it. but Whatever. hopefully we get to do it this week, and hopefully we come back with a big dub. Uh, that's probably going to be it for us today. Next week we're going to be talking, you know, Chiefs, Chargers, and then we're going into the bye week. So we're going to be doing some stuff differently. Obviously, we won't have a game to preview, so we'll just kind of take stock of, you know, the rest of the league where the Chiefs stand. We'll make our after bye week predictions. We'll make some some bold. We'll have some bold predictions for you, and then uh, we'll go into maybe a little bit of. Uh, seating and how we think the rest is going to shake out based on scheduling. Um, you can find us on Spreaker, uh, Apple, Apple podcast, Google play, anywhere you really get podcasts at uh, Casey kingdom. will have an article every week that accompanies with the podcast. You can check out, but uh, that's all we got for you guys this week. And uh, we'll hope to see you next time. Eat them dinner, Larry! God damn it! <laughs>